Hey good people, I hope all is well and you are having a wonderful, wonderful week. Um, there is something that God has just placed on my heart and it actually started last Sunday. Um, so I pray that it blesses you. I pray that it blesses you like it did me because there is a reminder that I think a lot of us need because we're in a season of transition. And sometimes when we're in seasons of transition, it's very easy for us to begin to doubt ourselves, to doubt our walk, to doubt what God has said. Because in transition, you are going from place A to place B. And most likely, unless you are walking to a place that you're familiar with or you're walking to um a season where you like you absolutely like god spoke it loud and clear there's no like no uncertainty at all a lot of times you don't always know where you're going and because of that if you can't see it a lot of us our faith um in the natural is tied to what we can see and so when we can't see it sometimes it's very easy for us to doubt it's very easy for us to begin to go back to ways or to go back in comfort because when we're uncomfortable the one thing we want to do is get back to comfort so i pray that this blesses you um this actually started with a conversation i had with one of my best friends kayla um last sunday um and she said something that was so profound i don't even know if she knows it was as profound as, as it was um but she said and i'm just gonna read like what she said verbatim and she said even though i had earned my spot i still questioned if i belong there and the first thing that came to mind, um, outside of me, outside of me wanting to run around my house because it was so good, is for those of you all who have ever watched Real Housewives of Atlanta, um, there's a scene. It's it's old. I haven't watched Real Housewives of Atlanta um, in a while, so don't try to judge me. But <laughs> there's an episode, and it's super old, where Portia and Candy, I can't remember who else were there, but they were like, "Who said that? Who said that? Who said that?" And when she said even though I had earned my spot, I still questioned if I belong there. And my first thought was, but who said that? Who told you that? And the, the second thing that came to mind is how many times is the enemy going to talk us out of our rightful places? I don't know if y'all have noticed, but there, God is just doing something amazing in the kingdom. He is just calling his children back. Like I'm seeing people who literally, and I'm not even juggling y'all, who were atheists talking about their their journeys with Christ and I'm seeing you know people who have fallen off myself included just really get their fire back get their drive back get their energy back get their faithfulness back and it is so exciting because again we live in a world with so much pain and so much hurt um and a lot of times like I said when God is calling us out of something and there are some things that are uncertain and that uncertainty could be a lot of different things. It could be your purpose. It could be your calling. It could be your marriage, your relationship, your business, your career, um, your house, your finances. A lot of times when God is calling you into a season of transition where he's taking you from one place to another place, it is very difficult to sometimes see it. And when we don't see it, sometimes we question, is this even what I'm supposed to be doing? When God is calling you out of different rooms and into new rooms it is very easy because you might feel like i'm the youngest i don't have what it takes i'm not qualified i don't have the degree i don't have the this and the that you can ask yourself do i even belong here and to kayla's point you earned your spot but now you're questioning and it made me think about um there's a scripture i believe it's in romans that said there is no condemnation in christ 
But a lot of times what we do, we don't even wait for God to convict us. We convict ourselves. And what we do when we convict ourselves, we remove ourselves out of equations. We remove ourselves out of rooms. We remove ourselves out of certain relationships because we begin to tell ourselves things that are not true. The Bible says that the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And a lot of times when we hear that scripture, we sometimes think, okay, the devil is trying to kill people around me or he's trying to steal my possessions. And while that sometimes may be true because the enemy does use things that we enjoy or we like or we have relationship with but the devil the devil really doesn't care about those things the devil cares about your relationship with God if he can make you doubt him he can do anything if he can make you doubt what God said to you if he can make you doubt the promises that God has spoken to you if he can make you doubt the things of God he has complete control because the reality is our faith is predicated not on what we have but what is hoped for things unseen so if he can make us doubt what we can't see yet it's about the battle's won and so I just want to encourage you with two scriptures um, and then we're going to pray so the first one is Romans 8 um, and it's 16 and 17. And I'm going to read it off the Amplified version because I've really kind of been banging with the amp. Um, but it says, the spirit himself testifies and confirms together with our spirit, assuring us. And when he said, when he's saying our, it's you and I, that we believers are children of God. So the first thing is when we are believers of God and believers in God, there are certain promises that are attached when you become a child of God. Verse 17 says, and if we are his children, then we are his heirs also, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, sharing his spiritual blessing and inheritance. Remember, I told y'all in verse 16, when you become a child of God, there are certain promises and there's an inheritance that you have by accepting our father. Um, so it says heirs with Christ, sharing his spiritual blessing and inheritance, if indeed we share in his suffering so that we may also share in his glory. The biggest piece there is if you start talking yourself out of it, if you start questioning, should I be there? Should Do I deserve this? And God has already told you this is where you're supposed to be. These are the rooms that I want you to be in. This is the relationship that I want you to have. These are the children that you are supposed to parent. This is the job that I have called you to because I believe that there's going to be changed. Then there is no talking you out of your spot. Because you earned that spot and you didn't earn it because of your good works or because of your degrees. You earned it because it really, we didn't earn it if we're being for real. But God has said to us, because we are his child, because we are the children of God, we're heirs. We have an inheritance. We have spiritual blessings that are attached to our lives because we accept it. Acceptance is a choice. God's not forcing himself on you acceptance is a choice. So when you accept it, that means if you're telling God, it's almost like an exchange. If you're telling God, God, I believe you, God, I will serve you. God, I will sacrifice whatever you want me to do. God, I will, I will obey you. I will be led by you. Then that means you're giving an exchange. You're giving your life. You're giving your surrenderance to God. And God is giving you an inheritance and spiritual blessings in return. All right. There's another scripture I want to read and we're coming out of Ephesians. Um, we're coming out of Ephesians 2 and 8 and it says, for you are saved by grace through faith and this is not from yourselves. It's God's gift, not from works so that one can so that no one can boast for we are his workmanship created in Jesus Christ for good works, which prepared God, which God prepared, excuse me, ahead of time for us to do. That means that because we have, we're gifts, we, we're that 
Um, we're saved by grace through faith. We it's a gift from God that we're getting, not not through our own, um, through our good works, as I said, not through our degrees, not from the things that we're doing from Instagram, not from our platforms, not even from our brands. It's it's his workmanship. My sister Destiny talked about during our Crown Queens um, session this week that kingdom means whatever the king wants to do. So it's whatever God wants to do through us and in us. So again, if God has given you, a, if, if the will of the kingdom, the will of the king, the will of our father is to bless us, if the will of our father is to be in certain relationships, to have certain friendships, to have a certain platform, to be in certain spaces, to be at certain tables, why would you talk yourself out of it? He's placed you in that room. This is a season where, again, as we get our fire and as we are um, yearning for God, as we're in our word, as we're praying, as we're being diligent, the one thing that the devil wants to do is steal that joy away from you. The one thing that the devil wants to do is start whispering lies that you're not good enough, that God doesn't love you, that your past is your past is too great for God. Again, I, I started by saying there is no condemnation in Christ. So there's, so when the devil is whispering that to you, you got to whisper it right back. They're not whisper. You almost got to yell. There is no condemnation in Christ. If he's telling you you're not good enough, you have to say back, I am created in his perfect image. You have to start, you, we almost, we have, not almost, we have to start fighting back in the scripture because we have to take back our rightful place in the kingdom. That's what the devil is after. I'm not saying he won't use material things or relationships and things like that to get to you. But sometimes the devil just needs it. The devil just needs an end. He needs a place where he can get the message through. But you got to keep that message out. You have to remind yourself you you have been bought with a price. Bought with a price. Remember that. All right. I just want to pray um, and encourage you. Father God, I just first of all come to you saying thank you, God. Thank you, God, that we were bought with a price. Thank you, God, that you sacrificed your son, your only son to die for us, Father God. He was blameless. And even though we were not, you still allow him to die on the cross to shed blood for us. So, Father, we say thank you, God. Forgive us of every moment, God, where we doubted you. Forgive us every moment, God, where we have allowed ourselves to be separated from you. Not you separated yourself from us but we ourselves separating ourselves from you God because we doubt it because we listen to the voice of the enemy because we listen to other people's voices because we listen to the look of our past father God God forgive us forgive us from every moment that we've turned away from you father God forgive us from every opportunity that you placed in front of us that we talked ourselves out of God because we weren't spiritually equipped enough to know that the enemy comes to steal kill and destroy father God Forgive us, Father God, for moments where we have turned our back on you. Forgive us, Father God, when we have known what to do but have done the opposite, Father God. God, I just ask that you would gird your people up in faith in this season, Father God. Allow us to sit before you and sit in your presence, God, like never before in this season, Father. Allow us to seek you, God, on what we should do, on what rooms we should be in, and what relationships we should we would be in, God, and what events and opportunities that we should take advantage of, Father. God, allow us to be so spirit-led, God, because we are heirs to your kingdom, Father God. 
There are certain promises that you have spoken to my brothers and my sisters. Father God, I ask that you will call them into remembrance, Father. Call them into remembrance on days where we get weary, God. Call us, call them into remembrance on days where we question, Father God, are we on the right path? Should we be doing those things, Father God? You have given us a spot. And so, God, I ask that you don't give us anything in this season prematurely that we would mess up. But, Father God, I ask in the name of Jesus, God, that you would gird us up, Father God. Give us the right wisdom, the right discernment. God, give us the right level of obedience, Father God, the right amount of respect for you, respect for your word, respect for your people, Father God. Give us the confidence, oh God, not not so God that people will see us, but God, that we will be able to humble ourselves before you so you can exalt us in the right season. Father God, I ask God that you would surround your children with a hedge of protection, oh God. Surround their ear gates, their eye gates, God. So as the enemy comes in like a flood, God, we remember your word, God, and we will be able to regurgitate your word, God, even when the enemy is trying us, God, from every side. God, we know that you're greater. We know that they even you allowed the enemy to test Jesus three times, came out blameless. So, Father God, I ask that you would give us that same spirit, Father God. Protect our hearts, God. Protect our minds, Father God. Protect our bodies, Father God. Allow us to be so close to you in this season that we look like you, Father. That we sound like you, Father. That we make decisions like you, Father. Because, God, whatever it is that you want to do in this season, God, we are ready, God. And even if we're not ready to receive it and ready to do it, God, make us ready, please, Father. We don't want to miss an opportunity for you, God. We don't want to miss any more opportunities, God, that you have called us to. God, help us to be in our rightful places. Help us to be in our rightful places today. We'll forever give you the praise, honor, and thanks. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. I hope you have a wonderful rest of the week, and I'll see y'all again soon.